name is Jeff Pagano and welcome to the Harpen on Rugby preview show. Joining me today to look ahead to Saturday's big match at HQ is someone back for their third preview in a row and overall Harpen pod number 34. Welcome to Mr. Neil Kigo Keegan. How are we? Uh, we are all very excited here in my house for the weekend coming up. Absolutely. Those to look forward to indeed. Right. Well, we do try to keep these preview pods brief, normally about 15 minutes or so, or to put that another way, that's two, two and a half, maybe British prime ministers. But, um, <laughs> just before we start, Kigo, um, just any quick thoughts on the Irish squad for November? Delighted. Obviously, injuries aside, um, I similar to what we talk about every week in terms of how they, the Leinster guys put the teams together. I love the selection. Uh, it's a great mix. I think it's six uncapped players. We may get a couple more coming in. Uh, delighted. Uh, really, really strong. Really happy with it. And then we've still got those injured guys to come back to. So, yeah, fair play. Saluted to everybody. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on to this week's feature match. It is, of course, uh, Leinster v. Munster. It's in round six of the 22-23 BKT United Rugby Championship. It's taking place at Aviva Stadium on Saturday, October the 22nd, kicking off at 5.15pm, being shown on TV, uh, RTE2, Premier Sports 1, Supersport, Discovery Channel, and, of course, uh, URC.TV, where you'll get all this season's matches for just $6.99 a month. Leinster named their match day squad at lunchtime on Friday, so why don't we crack on at Harpen on it, uh, starting with the back line. Uh, 15, uh, Kieran Frawley, 14, Jimmy O'Brien, 13, Gary Ringrose, 12, Robbie Henshaw, 11, Jamie Osborne, 10, Johnny Sexton, who's the captain, and uh, 9, Luke McGrath. Look, we keep saying it, but what can you say? You look at Frawley, um, back on the pitch, much like Sheehan, anytime you he is fit, he gets on, he's on that run of form. Jimmy O'Brien has been rewarded. Big game for him, uh, sitting out there on the wing. I think he's played, has he played centre and wing full-back so far this year? So, you know what I mean? He's putting he's putting that Batman utility belt on him, and uh, it's fantastic. And then you look at Henshaw, we've talked about his run of form. I think it's gone on nine years now. Uh, Jamie Osborne's going to be great as well. I think, you know, we keep saying it. They're putting together these teams that are frightening the opposition, and then when we get to the business end of the season, we've had big games. Like we've already played one of the South African teams. Uh, we're going to be playing them again, and then these guys have the interpro. These guys are in a game where the target is on the back, uh, regardless of form. Even though we're going to talk about form, there is a target on their back. They're going to see these guys as weak links. Uh, you know, you, you look at Jimmy O'Brien, relatively inexperienced, frawley, slightly out of position. If you want, if you think of him as a ten, Osborne uh, is is a relative newbie as well, they're going to take aim at them. But if you look at what they're up against, skill for skill, boot for boot, you know, you, you pick them. I mean, when you look at what else they can bring to their uh, to the, their starting positions as well, I mean, I mean, we, we, we know what uh, Henshaw and Ringrose can do in the centre, especially defensively. And, of course, you know what McGrath and, and Sexton can do at halfback. But the other three, um, you, you know, Osborne's got the big left boot on him. It'd be great for clearances and all that stuff. And uh, he's played a lot of centre as well. So uh, it'd be interesting to see him out on the wing. Jimmy O'Brien just brings creativity as well. Um, you know, he can, he can put little kicks over the top. But, of course, we've seen Ring Rose and Henshaw do that recently as well, and uh, and Frawley at fifteen is fascinating. Um, yeah. We talked about him. Um, you know, they're, they're grooming him as a ten. Uh, they wanted him on that emerging Ireland tour, apparently, and um, but now they're putting him at fifteen. Makes you wonder what's happening to Hugo Keenan. Uh, is he okay? Are they lo maybe looking at other options for November? What's going on there? But uh, it's a, definitely it's an intriguing backline with uh, players moving around different positions. But it still uh, all comes together. Uh, it's a very interesting backline. 
Okay, <laughs> listen, we're going to move on to the forwards now. And uh, in the pack, we've got uh, Kean Healy, Dan Sheehan, Ty Furlong in the front row. Second row, uh, big Jason Jenkins, along with big James Ryan. And uh, the back row, Max Deegan, Scott Penny, and uh, Kylan Doris. Yeah, delighted for Deegan, delighted for Doris. Um, I didn't hear Van der Fleer's injured, is he? I think, yeah, it was just a bit of a doubt, I think, during the week. So they're, they're going to leave. We're getting him cloned, actually, at the moment. Uh, but no, like you look at the shift Deegan put in the Emerging Ireland Tour, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, I think Doris is just, he's valued for me. He's worth twice the price of admission all the way through. Scott Penny obviously is there as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, putting some minutes into Healy's boots. I don't know what, what age is he now, 143. Mm-hmm. Uh, still going strong. You know, uh, Shane, as we said, always has to be on the pitch. Furlong, I think, I actually think there's a little, not pressure on Furlong, but the season he had two seasons ago, he, I think people are starting to think about that, especially last year where injuries and things like that didn't quite go so well. And there was comments he made during the week about uh, seeing monster jerseys in his kid's school, things like that. He's starting to think um, outwardly more aggressively, which I love to see, obviously with the skill he's got. So I think he's going he's gonna to put in a big shift now. Um, I think, not that there's pressure on him, but I think there's a bit of self-imposed pressure on Furlong. And I think he's going to respond really well to that. And, uh, you know, in the back row, I mean, you know, I think our I think our ideal back row is Doris at six, uh, Van der Flair at seven, and uh, Conan at eight. But then Conan. you still look at this pilot, this 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 line, you see Conan's still going to be involved. Uh, Doris can do well at eight. And, and Deegan and Penny have been scoring tries for fun in this league for the past couple of years. Uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's always an interesting prospect, whatever back row we put out there. But uh, yeah, it's a great lineup. And of course, uh, JJ going against Munster, it's the, it's the matchup we've all been waiting for, and uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And he's got another South African facing him uh, across the way as well. So uh, maybe maybe some interesting um, confrontations, shall we say, truck uh, <laughs> or scrum or mall or whatever's going on. We'll see how that goes. Right on to the Leinster bench now, and uh, that's uh, McKee. Uh, Porter, Alatoa, Maloney and Conan, the forwards, and uh, Nick McCarthy, Ross Byrne, and Rob Russell, the backs. Yeah, it's an interesting back selection. Um, you know, Ross Byrne, obviously, save his houses, put the winter heating budget on him. Um, but you've got Rob Russell, who's been who's been in there uh, this season, and you've got uh, Nick McCarthy as well. Again, this is a big game. They're going to get game time. There's going to be a lot of pressure on these guys. And then, we, you know, it's going to pay dividends all the way through. I think... Um, I think you're going to see, you know, Conan will come on, and I think you'll you'll bring on Mick McCarthy, someone like that, and uh, and see how they get on with with a decent twenty minutes uh, against a team who are absolutely aiming for them. So, like, you know, it's a very smart bench. I mean, it was interesting because like, when you see Frawley at fullback. You think maybe they're doing something like they do with Carberry, like intend to move him over to ten at some point because you know they thought they wanted to get him game time at ten. But then Garcia, then you see Ross Byrne on the bench. Well, they're not going to do that. So um, if everything goes to plan, you know we'll we'll see how they how they use if they they use Ross Byrne. They may want to limit Johnny's game time. I mean, ideally you'd want the game. Uh, wrapped up by that part of the match, but you don't know. Um, but it, it does look like they're 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 trying something here. They 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 they're not just looking to win the match, put on a really good team, but they're they're trying a couple of combinations, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how that goes. Right, so now we move on to our opposition, and that monster season didn't get off to a great start, but they had a decent win last weekend against last season's beaten finalist, the Bulls, in their first match at Thelman Park. Uh, during the week, I talked to Kaylon Scully about their chances, and he was, shall we say, uh, realistic in his expectations. How do you see them going? I keep trying not to start fights with monster supporters, and it keeps happening. Look, it's uh, I. there's things that they... That, that, 
Munster have to be beyond perfect. Um, they they have to get under Leinster's skin. That's why I think you know winding up Jenkins, um, you know, might be might be something they're going to try and do. You know, if you if you had to pick one team out of the two starting squads, there's not that many in red that would get the start. I know they've injuries, and I understand that, but it's the gap between Munster and Leinster has gotten bigger over the last seven years, um, and and they have. They're going to try and be aggressive. They're going to try and wind up everybody. Skill for skill, they don't have it. Play for play, they don't have it. Player for player, they don't have it. And that's, you know what I mean? I'm wearing blue. It is what it is. You know, you look at, you know, there's the Murray and Carberry they're picking. Last week, they had Carberry at 15. We have Frawley at 15, Keenan at 15. Like In terms of the big jersey, who's doing what? That's another day's day's conversation, but I think I think you've got someone like Casey who they need a quick start. He's a quick passer, very impressive when he's when he's got a bit of space. I would start with that guy, try and change things up. Now is the time for change. They're they've bought themselves a bit of time with a new coach, a new setup, and it's this, it's going to be the same old thing. And I, I do think you know I mean Jean Klein. I don't Klein's not up to it. With all due respect, if he's watching, which I'm sure he is, love you, fair play, but. You know, skill for skill, it's not there. They should have tried to change things up and kind of not taken a bath on this game, but shown that they're thinking down the line. Mm. Uh, I know there's certain players there who who are for future, but I think you look at their 10, you look at their 9, I would have started another way, but I pay for my jerseys. They're given the jerseys. So that's the difference. Yeah, I mean, we uh, when, when we talk about uh, when Munster on pods and stuff here, we, we we tend to go back to that Wasp game last year where they tried uh, they threw they threw out some young players and stuff, and we think you know you know just being honest and sincere, it's like it would be it's better for them to go that way. We did that ourselves just after Leo took over, and uh, we're kind of. Uh, Reaping the benefits now, and they—it's not like they're they're short of players. You got Gavin Coombs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, coming up, and um, and this guy Jack Crowley did really well in the Emerging Ireland Tour. That guy Adogbo, uh, who's on, I know yep. he's injured and stuff, but uh, they've they've a lot of players coming through. They're they're showing promise. Um, Crowley going to, going back to fifteen. I, I, you know, I was wondering, I thought they might do it the other way around. Maybe try Crowley at 10, try something new and put Carberry at 15. But again, there could be a bit of November in these selections. They want um, Carberry getting some time. Uh, playing ten before before they the, those internationals come along, you don't know, but uh, it's it's an interesting enough selection. But I can I you know I I, I just see, especially in the pack, um, I I I just see you know like you say yourself, you picked a team out of these two selections. They'd be, they'd be, they would be mostly blue no matter what your goggles were. They just don't just need to be perfect at but like you said about someone like Jenkins, they need a bit of shithousery early on, I think. I need, mm-hmm. they need to get under our skin, get it in our heads, and so it's one way to knock us off our game. And to be honest, nobody's really tried it yet, and we've gotten off to good starts in all our games so far. So um, I think that's that's going to be their key to, uh, to, to to just try to knock us off of the rhythm, try to stay in the game uh, after about you know, half an hour. And if they do, they, you know, the, the match can progress from there. Okay, so um, now we're going to move on and look at the well, – Quick look at the officials. Andrew Bryce has the whistle, um, and uh, you know the only the only thing we'd wonder about this guy, Marius Yonker, hasn't been our friend in the past. He's in the TMO box. Hopefully, hopefully that won't play a factor. Uh, one extra thing we're doing this week is we just have a quick look at the weather forecast. Um, the weather for Dublin on Saturday is supposed to be partly sunny. We've had some crazy weather in Dublin this week. Um, thunder and lightning. 
and all that crack. But uh, it is supposed to be nice, as you can see there, uh, partly sunny, uh, 15 degrees, 7% chance of rain, slight winds headed towards the south stand. So that's that's what they're expecting there. Um, which brings us now to head on the block time. It's our predictions. Um, we'll quickly go through these, um, starting with, of course, the main match, Leinster v. Munster. What do you say? There's a big score on this. I think it's. It, it, I think it's more than. I think it's more than 15. I think. I just don't think there's enough. I think if they start with someone like Casey, they do what you just said. They stay in the game. They move quick, and and they can they can find their way in. But with the same old, same old, it's just going to be a, a trampling. I think. I think it's more than 15. Yeah, the bookies are actually saying 17. I was surprised. I thought they might go a little more conservative than that, but it must be how the markets are doing. Um, I am going to go a bit more inside that. I'm going to try to keep it close, uh, closer. I'll uh, say Leinster by 12. Um, all right, so that's two more matches quickly. Uh, Connor, Connor v. Scarlets. It's going to be close again. I I would love a Connor win. I have visions of like a, a kick in the last few minutes to win it by three for Connor. Uh, but I, I, I think it's... I think it's Scarlet's by three, Scarlet's by five. Okay, and finally, that's the Ulsterman. Now, I mean, they, they, they have no luck when it comes to many things uh, compared to us. When we played the Sharks, they sent over a sort of a touring team. They still gave us a good fight, but um, now now they're adding players like uh, Khaleesi and Ensebeth and all that to their lineups. <laughs> a terrible, shocking lineup uh, for Ulster to have to go down there and face. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think they'll do? Well, I don't know. I think you always want to beat the best team, so you welcome the challenge. Uh, it's easy for me to say that when I'm not up against Edsbeth and Khaleesi. I think it's a loss for Ulster, but I do think they, they gain a lot in that loss. Uh, it's probably maybe around 10 points, maybe. Uh, I think Ulster will surprise us, but I think it's about 10. Yeah, I'm saying 10 as well. Um, like we did well to get a bonus point down there, and I certainly wouldn't rule out them getting at least that as well, the way they play. They've been scoring a lot of tries themselves, and defense has been good, and their uh, discipline has been very good as well. Yes. But uh, we'll see We'll see how they go. Right, we're going to leave it there, man. Many thanks to Kigo for joining me today. Be sure to enjoy the match wherever you are, and at the full-time whistle, head to the Harp and Rugby Facebook page and leave your thoughts. We'll share them uh, in our wrap-up pod this Sunday evening, where we'll have Kigo back as well. All going well. In the meantime, stay safe, everyone. Slan. Cheers, guys. See you in the East End.